You're listening to the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast with your hosts, Jeff Trella and Trader Andy. Okay, okay, okay. What's good today? It's the Stack Attack Fantasy Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jeff Trella, and with me as always is Trader Andy. How you doing this week, bro? Doing good. How you guys doing today? All right. All right. right Just so right. you let you know, uh, we can uh, be reached on, uh, followed on Twitter at, at jtrella20 and at, at amac22nj. Uh, we also started a Facebook page that can be found on Stack Attack 20. I'm still failing at that. So, so what's going on? <laughs> You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. Know, you... I don't know. For, first, but, but I, I, I got something I got to tell you about. That's pretty funny. But how are you feeling today? Ah, I'm a little underweight. I, I know you weren't feeling well yesterday. You getting whole, through it? The whole house was sick, and uh, I'm getting the end of it. But you know, I'm it trying was like to a maintain. week ago. You were telling me that the wife was homesick, and you now you got it. Yeah, I, I don't have it. She had the flu and yeah. pink eye and all that crap. But oh Jesus, I'm uh, so you just got a little bit, a little cough. So we don't have a cough button. We're still kind of rookie level with the with with, with the equipment here. So, so I'm diving if he under coughs, the desk. If he coughs, we're just Trevor. Trevor. If he coughs, just leave it in there. It's, it, it, just go with it. I'm okay? trying to dive under the desk so nobody hears me. But. All right, all right. So Trevor, <laughs> our producer, that that's my oldest son. My youngest son, Jeffrey, right? My godson. Who, who's actually Andy's godson. Uh, so he... <laughs> this is hilarious. So he's a freshman in high school, and for about five years now, he's been an aspiring meteorologist. And when I say aspiring, I mean he's going to be the greatest meteorologist of all time. Like, the Weather Channel is has to have him on the radar already. So he and I are driving the other day. And I'm very disappointed in this story. We're driving the other day, and he hears, I'm, I'm listening to the radio, where, you know, sports radio, something that's on. And he says, oh, Dad, are you listening to another podcast? I'm like, I'm like no, JT, that's a commercial for a podcast. I'm like... That is not on that level yet that we're paying for commercials on the radio to promote our podcast. But we'll get there someday. But we do appreciate those followers so far. we appreciate those followers. (laughs) We're not there yet. And he he says, uh, so how many people have listened to your podcast? I'm like, ah, we're over 100 at this point. You know, we're growing. It's getting there. He goes, oh, I put up a, a fictitious storm post on YouTube the other day, and it got 102 posts. Like, you gotta be kidding me. So my my son, who's putting up posts on the on the weather, fake fake posts. posts on YouTube, is getting more hits than us at this point. My, so listen, Stack Attack Squad, if you're okay with this, cool, no problem. I, I'll go get JT. I'll go get him out. He, he he's upstairs right now. I'll go grab him. We'll put him on the mic. Let him do his thing, and we out. What do you think? Well, I, I was trying to get him on the payroll before. I was like, yo, what, what can we do to get all these? Can you pr- produce some fake stuff for us to do? I was like, I, I want to get some extra followers here. And he's like, well, Dad, isn't fantasy baseball fake baseball? <laughs> <laughs> all right, son. We, we're, on to, we're on to it. All right. No problem. We, we got you. Say, so, Andy, what are we going to talk about uh, other than our, our inadequacy right now? I mean, talking about a hot topic in fantasy, uh, which is... The closers, all right, and that could, you know, make or break your season. <laughs> Usually, horrible. There's nothing worse than paying for a save or drafting high for a closer. But we're gonna go and dig into it because obviously, most of these uh, places that do five by five, you, you do need to close. Yeah, you, so, need, you, you need to have saves. It's, yep. it's got to happen. And if you're playing in 
an industry level league where there's an overall prize, you definitely have to have saves. You can't screw that up because you can't punt the category in that. In that, you kind can't of catch format. up. You won't be able to catch up. Yep. So it, it, it's a wrap. And, and you know, again, I, I think we're gonna, Andy. I think we should make a new drinking game. We love Fireball. We're gonna take a shot of Fireball every time I say transparency. Okay, right, I'm not gonna make it through. Yeah, we we won't survive. Right. We're we're gonna have to cut the, the these these episodes to like 15 minutes in order to survive. But in full transparency, <laughs> do do you remember that year we did that uh, when uh, Peyton Manning was in the Super Bowl? Yeah, we did. What, what was that? Omaha, Omaha, Omaha. Omaha. You, we were drinking like Remy Martin or something like that. Yeah. We were whacked by like the end first of the first qu- quarter. Yeah. <laughs> that game did not last long. All right, so full so, transparency. Andy and I, now I, 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 I'm going to p- pound my chest a little bit here. I hate closers. I don't believe in this. F this, F this. I don't want anything to do with relief pitchers. I punt it. I go to the bottom tier and the waiver wire, and I figure it out later. But last year you went and got Chapman and still yeah, won the league. Yeah, it is what it is. But, but listen, last year, Andy and I, we did, I think, eight leagues together as, as a team. And we probably had our boy Blake Trinan in seven of them he's the greatest witchcraft pitcher ever witchcraft in 2018 he was a superstar him and Jose Alvarado right witchcraft I don't know how this like we're left handed hitters I don't think that I could ever hit that ball that he's throwing I I I have no idea like it doesn't make sense in physics which Jeffrey could help us with I'm gonna ask him that so we, we decided we to go up. out. Yeah, we went out, and we, we were one of the first idiots to draft a closer, and we went for him. and uh, Basically the sixth round, right? Yeah, it sucked. Right. We, we, were, we were almost all in in the sixth round. So the first player that we want to talk about now is a guy. What's his ADP, Andy? Uh, Taylor Rogers. His uh, ADP is 122. Right. So he's going as this, but now he's going as the fifth or sixth closer overall, right? Yeah, yeah, he's uh, high. There's a couple, definitely high. He had a really good year. Okay, so the bottom line is that more than half of closers year over year turnover. Fifty percent. Yep, yep. And the the, the shelf life of, of of a closer is less than one year. This guy had a good year last year. It was really good, at least the first half. The first half, he had a 182 ERA. Uh, second half, 368 ERA. So it, it bounced out and it worked itself out. Um, but here's the bottom line. Major League Baseball changed the rules this year, and we, we hate this rule. We hate this rule. But they made a rule where you have to pitch to the end of the inning in completion. Or a minimum of three batters, right? So basically, they have said that Randy Choate could suck it. That's what they're doing, right? <laughs> Get out of here, lefty specialist. We want nothing to do with you. And if you look at the Twins roster, there's nothing there from the left side. It's bad. It's bad. Last year, they only had two other guys on, on the roster 
there's only two guys on the 40-man roster right now that pitch from the left side in the bullpen. Smeltzer, who's like a swing man, who I think he had like six starts last year. They view him more as a long man and a starter. He's not an effective get-the-lefty-out guy. And this guy, Lewis Thorpe, who's in their top 30 prospects, but he sucked alive last year. He was terrible. His ERA was like seven. So who is get, who are they going to trust to get a left-handed hitter out and after that left-handed hitter is out to get out two right-handed hitters after it? Nobody. So in my opinion... And, you know, this is just my opinion. I I don't work for the Twins. I think they're going to put him into a role. Andy, my my goodness, you said this perfectly. What was the comparison you gave me earlier today? I feel with uh, possibly with Sergio Romo there and a guy who's saved before. I believe that they can uh, put Rodgers and utilize him in the Josh Hader role. Andy did not just compare Taylor Rodgers to Josh Hader. Josh Hader's nasty. I just said the role. I didn't say the player. Right. But Similar role. Which is Where coming put, in against the best comp, best lefty out there, and he goes out there in the, the highly elevated time, and he gets right. him out. Right. That might be the sixth inning, eighth inning, seventh inning. It might be the ninth inning. They may hold him for extra innings, whatever. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of, you know, putting it on the table there. And, and and you know letting it all hang out that I think that this guy is not going to get the save opportunities that a normal closer would do, especially like you said with Sergio Romo in the fold. <coughs> Romo's been effective, man. He, he's he's been around for a long time. Giant, he's been around for the, a long, all long those time. Giant, all those giant wins. So if you're drafting this guy as the as a you know the number six overall closer. Uh, there's a really like I would put it over 50%. I would put it over 50%. This is like Big Slick versus Queen 10 that he's not going to get 25 saves. It's not going to happen. And if you're drafting him in the 6th round, you just screwed up. Or you better just back him up with Romo later. Right. Or you should have just drafted Adalberto Mondesi, like same crap, one category. That's it. Nope. All right. So Andy's going to take over and talk to you about somebody we're a little bit higher on coming back. Edwin Diaz. At least I am. I don't know what you're going to say. I, I, he's a Met, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, Edwin Diaz, I, I absolutely hated the trade getting him. I hated giving away uh, Jared Kelnick, which is going yeah. to hurt. Um, he's a prospect guy, so. Yeah. It, it, you, if you're going to trade one of the Mets top five prospects it better be a player he loves or he's gonna hate the trade yep so i hate it uh 127 adp and you know that's a little too high for me as well uh it's just yeah. based it's based on his on his he was the best pitcher best relief pitcher in baseball two years ago easily and he was the worst last year right so why and, is he still trying try in the same thing so why is he right? still getting drafted in the sixth round uh because the upside's crazy yeah. and he's 25 He's he 25. His, his uh, K rate's 15.3. Even though he struggled last year, still got a ton of uh, Ks for you. All right. And the one, the one thing I heard which got me a little excited about that ADP was that someone has taken him under his wing this year and is working out with him this winter. And that guy is Pedro Martinez. That's incredible. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, I was pretty excited when I heard that. I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this guy a shot. I'm not going to draft him 
early. I'm not going to be one of the first guys to draft a closer. I'd rather go in. Uh, I, I feel better around the you know eight to ten uh, round to get a guy. But uh, what do you, you have anything else on him? Uh, statistically, no, no. But in my opinion, I, I feel there's a chance that. It was a little bit between the ears for for Diaz last year. You know, the the guy was traded for their top prospect, which is pressure. Goes from Seattle to New York, which is really big pressure. He was 24 years old. Now he's 25. Maybe it was a tough adjustment for him. You know, like... I, I got to imagine, especially now you're telling me that he's working with Pedro Martinez, who... Pitch for the Mets. He's not going to just help anybody. Right. So he sees a right. huge upside with this if, kid. If there's anybody that knows how to handle pressure, this this is a guy that stood in the middle of Yankee Stadium <laughs> and got ripped. Who's your daddy? <laughs> he got ripped by the whole goddamn city of New York and then pitched for the Mets later, right? And then grabbed Don Zimmer by the throat and threw him down that to the great. ground. <laughs> Poor guy. Dude, he's pitched in every major market. Every... This guy's pitched for the Phillies, the Yankees. Well, not the Yankees. The Phillies, the Mets, the awesome. Dodgers, the Red Sox. Like it goes on. Like he's Montre- pitched Montreal. In- yeah. Well, that is not a major market, but he might be the best guy to deal with Edwin Diaz to fix you know the noodles up top. You know, and if he's got it. Bro, the guy's stuff is nasty. It's yeah. nasty. I was watching one, uh, you know, a couple of his bullpen sessions on YouTube, and I can't hit that. No way. Even if it was twenty miles an hour slower, I couldn't hit it. No, thank you. Peace <laughs> out. Yep. But this is a guy that I'm much more willing to take a gamble on than Taylor Rogers. And the bottom line is, they have a high investment in him. They gave up. Kellenic is revered. Like he is looked at. Where, where I don't I don't know. Where is he on on these top one hundred lists? Top twelve. Top twelve. He's gonna be in top five. Right. And the Mets year. fans know yeah. this. Oh yeah. They all know this. They're they're aware of this. Yeah. So this is a guy that they made a big investment in. We don't want to talk about investments with the Mets, but oh jeez, <laughs> I went there. Sorry. Yeah, that's falling apart, but. The bottom line is they're giving him the job. Lugo's awesome. He's awesome. You sold me on him. Yeah. He's a stud, but he needs to be in. He's that hater role. Yeah. That's he needs to be in that uh, role because so, he gets out lefties. He gets out righties. It, it's no question. So, like he's a great, he's, he's the, it, pff, we, we talked about Noah in the last episode. Seth Lugo is the second best pitcher on the team. Bottom line. What? He's the second best pitcher on the team. Seth Lugo. Who's the first? DeGrom. Okay, I'm just making sure you said that. <laughs> like you didn't jump him over into DeGrom, did you? Uh, DeGrom. <laughs> All right, just making sure. He's, he's like a superstar. So, so what you do is you grab Edwin Diaz, and then later in the draft, you protect yourself, and you get Dylan Batanzas. I like, I like his... Uh, I think he's highly motivated. I think he's going to be healthy. I like it. That works. So, I'm okay with that guy. All right. All uh, right. All right, we're going to talk about one of the best relief pitchers in the history of baseball next. And that is Keg. 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 
Listen, what I'm thinking about is I'm pouring my Sam Adams winter lager. I'm thinking about kegs, <laughs> the Hulk. <laughs> Bro, that was great. The, the Phillies were, were whining and dining him last year, right? And there's videos of the Phillies fans behind center, behind uh, the catcher making the, the Hulk arm, whatever that is. That's hilarious. Picking on him, laughing at him and everything. <laughs> I can only imagine if that's why he didn't sign there, which is cool, man. I'm good with it. No problem. Yeah. But this guy is one of the best relief pitchers in the history of the game. And he might actually, if there's some longevity with what he's doing, might be on his way to the Hall of Fame. There's work to do. There's work to do. This and half a season yeah. won't help you. Yeah, that that wasn't his. I mean, it might have been. A, you you could say it was his fault. Yeah, it wasn't an injury, but so Kimbrel didn't have a spring training last year. He also didn't have an April or a May or even a June. He was a victim of the you know draft pick compensation. So he signed after the June draft. Didn't start a season until July. Well, I think the the last week of June, and he basically, you know, they they put him into a low leverage spot his first two outings, and you know he, he did the job, and then he went steaming hot garbage after that, and had a couple of uh, absolute blowups, which is the worst thing in the world for fantasy from a relief pitcher. There's nothing worse than waking up in the morning and seeing that one of your starters threw a gem and one of your relievers jacked it all up and you had a five and a half ERA for the day and the 11 strikeouts and one run in nine innings from your starter is just gone. That's the worst feeling in the world. Terrible. But, you know, this guy, after he he jacked up the beginning of his season, 15 out of 16 perfect outings. Not perfect. Not, you know, a couple hits. But only gave up a run one time out of 16 outings. So he got his groove, and something happened. You know, we bookend the season with a couple more craptastic outings. Like, he went to the toilet, flushed it. It got stuck in the toilet. He plunged it. It didn't go down. He plunged it again. He called the plumber, and then it went down, right? It was that bad. It was steaming hot crap. (laughs) And... That's what's in everybody's mind because they remember that because the Cubs did not make the playoffs. What round did we get in? Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even remember. But it was way too late. Wait, he was late. like, he he's going as like the eleventh, twelfth, thirteenth closer overall. Some people are taking him as a closer too, right? It, it's it's a good gamble, especially if you're putting him with somebody like Chapman, right? You put those two together. And then, you know, the, the rest of the guys we're going to talk about are all speculative kind of guys. And if you put them together, you know, you, you got something there. Is there a chance Kimbrell might be nursing an injury? There's a lot of smart people out there saying that that might be the case. I don't see it. I, I You know, there's nothing in his mechanics that leads me to believe that he was hurt last year. I, I, I just think he lost his way and he lost his mechanics and, you know, the team was kind of pressing and out of contention at the end, and and it, it fell apart. He was playing catch-up the whole year, being out for a couple months trying to yeah. get that contract. You know? Playing catch-up, throwing yep. mustard, right? Absolutely. Terrible. Terrible. But we're loving this guy. 
uh, you know, if you're drafting now, take them, but make sure you have a backup plan because there may be a day later on in, in, in the off season that we tell you to abort because we need to, we need to see him in spring training. We need to see him throw the ball and I need to see the velocity. I need to see the mechanics and I need to feel good about it. Okay. Agreed. The next picture we're going to talk about here is uh, Nick Anderson, who has an ADP of 251. Uh, you can throw that ADP right out the door as uh, him being uh, with the big trade with uh, San Diego. He now becomes a possible closer. And people like, are gonna, Likely. People yeah. think he's likely the closer. These guys, people are going to overpay now. You know, he was a guy that we were scooping up late at the end of the draft and now that's all screwed we, we we talked about him in episode one as a guy to pair with a guy like uh lizardo i believe it was that we were only expecting 120 130 innings and and then you know when he gets dl'd or, or whatever it is and 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 you know the inning inning cap comes you, you add nick anderson to it and then you got an elite starter when you add the two of them together i liked it last year when you were you were picking him up last year and no one even knew who he was Oh, so. Yeah, he, he got traded for one of my other favorite pitchers, Trevor Richards, who's in the doghouse now. Like he's <laughs> he's, he's steaming hot garbage. So I don't so, I don't know where to go with that. I mean, this guy's K's per nine is going to be off the charts. Still, you know, he's going to get 120 K's. He's going to be dominant with the ratios. But you know, I, I just don't trust Tampa Bay, and I know you don't either. No, I don't. I don't trust Tampa Bay with their bullpen decisions by any means whatsoever. I have no idea what they're going to do. I feel like this is a guy that's going to be drafted once people kind of get to know who he is. You know, most people aren't drafted now like us. I mean, hopefully people that are listening to this, other than my mom, are are <laughs> hardcore and they're drafting already like us, you know, three, four drafts in with, with more, more scheduled and everything. But if you're drafting him now, he's kind of still affordable to what you should expect. But I have a feeling that by the time we get two weeks before the season, this is a guy people are going to think is going to get 40 saves, stupid projections for from dumb websites that we've talked about, but we don't have that lawyer yet on retainer. Nobody's <laughs> helped us out with that yet. So... We're not really legally going to talk about CBS, oh, uh, anybody like that. Um, you said that are going to pre- that are going to project forty five saves for the guy and one hundred and forty strikeouts. He, you might get the one hundred and forty strikeouts. That that that's not out of the question. If this guy gets you eighty innings, seventy five innings, because he's in like a little bit more of a flex role, that strikeout total is going to be crazy. It's going to be a, a low end starters strikeouts. But he's not somebody you want to draft at the closer price because once he jumps up over Edwin Diaz, who we just talked about, you know, and everything like that, you're still going to get the ERA and whip and the strikeouts. But you're you're probably you know the the one thing Andy that once that trade went down that I noticed last year, Tampa Bay had six pitchers with multiple saves, and they had eleven pitchers. With at least one save. And Nick Anderson wasn't one of them. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. And then so, these guys are going to pay top dollar for Nick Anderson, thinking he's a top 10 closer. And then Alvarado and Diego Castillo get saves, and these guys are going to go. When he, when, when he went on that uh, that major network that we're not going to talk about, that we're not having a lawyer yet, <laughs> with, with the, the thing that rhymes with cheddar, <laughs> uh, they had him, what, number three? As a relief pitcher? Yeah. So people are going to see that on the TV as that he's the third best relief pitcher. And I think he's the best relief pitcher in the game. But if you're expecting 40, 45, 
saves? Nah, bro. I, okay. don't, I don't think it's going to happen. I think you're better off with 15 and, and when the ADP gets up there and the $20 auction value, I, I think it's going to be a sad pass. Yeah, let's move on. And then the guy we're going to talk about next, complete opposite. You can take him because I don't have any <laughs> option for this guy. <laughs> I, I, can I take his, a pass? His ADP is 279, which means you can get him for free because yes. you need to get him Bench for free. Rounds. All right. You just let him... Let, let him go in there, get a couple saves before he gets traded. Uh, we're talking about uh, Michael Givens from the Baltimore Orioles. Is his name Michael or is it uh, Michael? I think Michael. I don't know. Have to no, ask it's it. not worth looking up. We're going to have to ask his mama. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But here's here's the thing. and we're, our, our next episode is going to be a draft and auction theory uh, episode. And we're going to talk to you about what your baseline for saves is. And in most cases, if you want to finish, you know, we'll we'll get deeper in this in the next episode, but you want to finish between third and fifth in every category in your league, trying to hit third in every category. And if you want to hit third in saves, two closers is not enough. You need a third, but you want it to be somebody that you could put in and out of your lineup. You don't want that person chilling there because then you're not going to win wins at all. You're not going to you're you're, you're going to fail to compete, and you're going to struggle in strikeouts. So you want somebody you could pop in, pop out, and there's nobody better than Michael Gibbons because you know the the nature of baseball is these teams go hot and cold, and the, the Orioles are going to lose. You know, really cold. They're, they're, they're going to lose 20 out of 30 on a regular basis, and then they're going to win five or six in a row. And when they get that week where they play the Tigers and you know some other craptastic team, the Seattle Mariners, all in the same week, you put this guy in, and you hope you get three saves that week. And if he gets 12 or 15 saves, and you have seven of them in your active lineup, and you're streaming starters or somebody like Nick Anderson in the other uh, other weeks... You're going to get there in saves. You're going to get there. So don't draft this guy as your second closer. Don't If you draft him as your first closer, run out the back door. Don't pay. Don't pay. Don't call me, all right, because I'm embarrassed for you. I'm embarrassed. And your first closer got should, not to say have, for you. should not have a 4.57 ERA. Right, right. Uh, he does have a good K rate, that's for sure. I mean, he had 86 strikeouts, 63 innings, but besides that and – getting an occasional save that's the only reason why we want to roster him right and, 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 and if you hit us in the comments with uh, Gibbons has four games in Yankee Stadium and then three games at home against Boston this week seven games but my other closer only has five games should I start him not nah bro get the hell out of my face right you're gonna use him when he's playing craptastic teams has a seven game schedule and you don't have a good streaming option with your starting pitching. If you're in a league like the Skidoo League that we talk about that has no bench and you have to deal with a player for the entire year, cross him off. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Andy. The, ne- the next guy we're going to talk about, I wrote nothing down about because six months ago, I never heard of him. Yeah, I didn't write anything down either because it comes it, all from the heart. Go. All right, his name's James Karinchak. Uh, I drafted him in October in my my uh, score sheet league, 
and another one of my competitors said he's going to make me spend every dollar on him, and I basically almost had to <laughs> because he's going to be that good. Uh, this guy is right now. Is wait, a, wait a second. That is a league with some of the biggest biggest players in the fantasy game. Yeah, you got you got a guy that works for ESPN in that league. That we can't say his name because, again, we don't have that lawyer on retainer yet that we talked about in uh, last episode. We asked about it. We had, we called Al Lasso. It didn't work out. Apparently, Johnny Cochran's dead. Um, we're struggling with that. So, so, so keep he, moving. We so, can't so, we can't say his name. So but ESPN, he loves it. So ESPN loves it. He, <laughs> may, he made me spend every dollar on him. and said, "Why are you bidding on my boy?" So uh, I knew I was on onto something there. Uh, his strikeout rate is off the charts uh it's like 15 16 it's way up there uh he had ridiculous numbers he had 84 strikeouts in 35 innings last year in four levels crazy yeah it's ridiculous crazy he has a fastball that hits around 98 he has a, a 12 6 curveball which is off the charts all right he's going to basically be using those two pitches uh he's he, you're going to get him for free uh, you can put him in on your bench, or you can put him in that eighth spot, especially if he has a good spring. Uh, the, what I see is hand is going to get traded, uh, especially right. Uh, so basically, uh, you're going to have a chance for a closing role in uh, June, July. So he's going to make the team. <clears throat> I know I think, he was up last so. year. Yeah, he was up last year. He was okay. lights out. All right, Papa. The next guy we're going to talk about is one of my personal favorites. The old man. Corinne Jack, young guy. This guy, old, old guy. This Mr. Miyagi old. He's still younger than you, right? That was a little racist. Nah, that was good, right? That was. We need the lawyer for that one. <laughs> it was a little, little, little sketchy. Ah. <laughs> it's all right. All right. So we're going to talk about Yoshi Yoshi Hirano, who is somebody that I absolutely love. Okay. The bottom line is that Seattle just signed him. He's old as crap, and Seattle is going to put this guy in the closer role. And he may not be the best guy for the role. There's other options. Not many. But it doesn't matter because the team sucks alive. Like, they're terrible. They have to get as much value out of this guy as they can. Yeah, it's it's horrible. So... there, there's two things going on here. Like, number one is the Asian population in Seattle and the proximity. Well, it's not close to Asia, but it's you know the closest city. Yeah, they used to have some guy. The what Continental. Uh, oh, Ichiro. Yeah, Ichiro. Ichiro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Some guy like that, right? So there, there's a precedence, and and what was I can't even remember that guy's name. There was another pitcher that sucked. Closer. He sucked. Yeah, he was yes. terrible. All right. <laughs> That maybe, maybe I want to go. <laughs> yeah, let's get out. Oh boy! All right. So anyway, this guy is getting drafted tomorrow, right? Like he's not even on the radar. There's some drafts that people are jumping up and and taking him now, but his ADP is in the in in the five six hundreds or something like that. It'll rise. It'll rise because he just signed. Up to three ninety eight now. Three ninety eight, and oh, some guy God. just jumped right over. Oh us God, yeah, them. yeah, that that hurt a little bit, yeah. but maybe I, maybe I got lucky. Yeah, you're gonna get saves from this guy because they have to sell tickets, and they have to get people to watch on TV. That's why they signed Wee Yi Chen from from yeah. the Marlins. They have to get some people to watch the game and show up at the game because they're t- 
terrible. They're like, who, who on that team's marketable? All the young guys, all of them. None of them, but that, that's what <laughs> right we're now. Who, we, we, we who, see. who are you putting on Channel Two right now? No, uh, Jared Kelnick. <laughs> I'm still on. I'm sorry, <laughs> and he's in AAA. So <laughs> that's the problem. Is there's nothing to sell this team with. So they're gonna go with these two Asian pitchers. This guy is gonna be put into a high leverage role. He's gonna get 15 saves this year. It's easy, okay? And then gonna he's not gonna him. pitch well, and then they'll trade him. Then they're gonna. <laughs> Yeah, they're gonna hope he pitches. Yeah, okay. Then they're gonna trade him for whatever on earth they could get. So the bottom line is, you're getting sneaky saves from this guy. They have to play him. They have to sh- sell some tickets. They gotta get people to watch TV. They gotta trade him, and they're gonna trade him to a contender. And then he's gonna be a middle reliever. So your only value on this guy is April, May, and June. That's it. And the thing was that this guy has shown that he can perform in bunches. In June last year, he was the best reliever in baseball. I know that. Yeah, he was crazy. Like, he didn't give up a hit in the month of June. Well, I'm, I'm exaggerating. Uh, For, you know, when I say it in caps, that's, you know, to... I didn't see the caps, sorry. <laughs> that's I, wrote it in ca- I wrote it in caps. I got red. <laughs> I got red. I got red. But August, he might have been the worst pitcher, and then he was pretty good in September again. But this is a guy that, you know, if you're drafting in the bench rounds, and we were talking about with, 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 uh, with Givens, same thing. You're drafting him, and you're going to stream him in when it's appropriate. Okay? The next guy we're going to talk about is uh, like I, I, a Jeff Trella favorite. I'm going to have to leave the room. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go back to my brother-in-law's bachelor party at Top Golf. And I remember we were watching this guy pitch, and I told Andy, I'm like, nobody had ever heard of this guy before. And he comes in, it was probably the eighth inning, it was snowing in wherever they were playing. And we had, we had Trout in DFS that day, and he had two home runs, and we, oh, were, nice. we, we were trying to take something down. And oh, we were very close. It, I think I yeah, did. Yeah, we, we, uh. we, we had a great day that day. And Middleton came in and was like, boom, boom, boom. Let's go back to my away. room. Like, it was yeah. ridiculous. Ridiculous stuff. Then he blew his arm out. <sighs> blew his arm out. Uh, TJ, that whole nine yards. Comes back last year after like 15 months out, and the velocity's way down. It's scary. scary. Yeah. It's scary. It's scary. But I don't think because, you know, the team wasn't in a high leverage situation or anything that he was really putting max effort. He was just trying to get back into a major league game and mm-hmm. throw strikes and, and see what he could do. And he, I, he had some success. It wasn't bad. But when you take this guy at health and opportunity and, and add it all together, it's, you know, I, I'm going to say it. He has top five reliever in the game upside. It's there. Like, I can see this guy being somebody that, you know, it might not be this year, but he's going to save 40, 40 games one year. As long as he and, and have 100 that, strikeouts. He's got to get that velocity back. Yeah, I, I think it'll come back. I think it'll come back. I follow, I follow this guy on Twitter because he's like Trevor and... Stalker. Oh, wow. Trevor Bauer and Noah Syndergaard is Trevor Noah, right? <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of that, but... Yeah, he he's a lot of fun to follow on Twitter, but he puts his bullpen sessions and everything. He shows himself throwing 
and it looks good. It, it, it's electric right now. I, I mean, they, he doesn't show a, a, a radar gun, but it, it's natural coming out of his hand, and it's moving. And I think it's going to be there. I, I think that he's going to get this figured out, and he's going to be maybe not in the ninth inning to start the year. I don't know what this Robles guy I, I don't know. I can tell you all about Yeah, he's Robles. a mess. He's horrible. <laughs> I was so happy he left. I don't want him back. <laughs> so this guy has a chance to do it. Um, if he if he shows his uh, bullpen sessions are up, who else can take it besides Robles? That's it. He's not a closer. He sucks. I, I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think so. Who is that guy the Mets had that they got from Tampa Bay in the Scott Casimir deal back in the day. Do you remember? Why Why do you have to bring up some nasty crap like this, man? Because that's who, who this Robles character reminds Dude, me of. Dude, listen. I can't me, remember his let, name. No, let, do you remember let, his name? Yes. Let me break that down for you. All right. So I'm, I'm in, I was a kitchen manager at the time, and I was skin all Oh, excited. my God. You just and, told them what we do and, for and, a living. Not anymore. Did. Not anymore. So all of a sudden, someone runs in. The mess treat Casimir. For Zambrano. I'm like, yes, Carlos Zambrano. <laughs> and no, they're like, Victor. no, Victor. <laughs> I'm like, and I almost like fell on my back. I was so pissed off. It was the worst <laughs> trade ever. That's just the life of a Met fan. All right, they oh, suck. Man. They're going to kill you. Uh, and I, I got s- nothing else to add, bro. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> no, so, so, so do you have anything intelligent to say these days? <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro. That's all we got today, man. We gonna peace out on this. Trevor, thanks for your help today. Peace out, pa. Yeah.